0: hello everyone this is nikki k and welcome to another episode where today i am bringing you the lunar eclipse in taurus energies so guys this is the lunar eclipse that we have which is on the 18th or 19th depending on where you are it is a partial lunar eclipse so it's not like extremely strong but nevertheless it is a lunar eclipse this lunar eclipse is in taurus so what are the energies that we can expect i think probably a lot of energies guys you know because lunar eclipse is, eclipse is um especially when it comes back like off this is a full moon lunar eclipse and you know every year taurus comes into its opposite sign of Scorpio every November it comes to end a story a story that began in April May with the new moon which was in Taurus so we set intentions for abundance creativity taking care of ourselves money you know possessions Amongst other things, because obviously there's planets that are actually talking. But when we have this full moon, it's about releasing some of the things that we don't actually need. We could have wanted too much, but now we don't want too much now. Because this is a lunar eclipse, lunar eclipse is pretty powerful. Even even if it isn't a full-blown, even though it's a partial one, it's still nevertheless a lunar eclipse. So it's about heavy-releasing. energies of this lunar eclipse in Taurus is you know it's going to affect all the fixed signs you know we're coming out of the mutable story we have one more eclipse that's happening in December in Sagittarius that's the last eclipse we're going to have until the next 18 years and what a time it was we had a huge story in Sagittarius in in Sagittarius and Gemini with a north node in Gemini. So some of you, 82, 83 babies, had your north node returned. So how was that for you? What did you learn? What did you seek? How did you, how was your communication? Did you work with that north node or did you work with the south node? The south node being in Sagittarius, which was you know, higher learning, the law, teaching, publishing. But also, you know, there's obviously, obviously some like dark sides to this as well, which was, you know, being too overconfident, too preachy. Okay, even with this, even with the amongst other things but even with that the north node in Gemini there was probably too much communication too much communication overload especially when it came to like the media when it came to like our siblings our neighbourhood we wanted to know too much but was some of it true or was some of it not true because I know Neptune was involved so yeah we had a especially in this happened last year May during the pandemic so there was a lot going on mentally for a lot of us there's a lot going on in the environment like departments where we worked with the law publishing you know the media our neighborhoods all of these themes that with these two signs so now we're coming to that end of the story and we are now with this lunar eclipse in Taurus we are now starting with the You know, with the Taurus is easing its way in, and Taurus has it's quite hard, especially this year. All the fixed signs has, but Taurus especially because it's getting a lot of heat from Saturn within its being its tenth house. And even though you get squared, you know, like Scorpio and Taurus are getting squared by Saturn, it's putting a lot on them in terms of like their career, their social status their home life their roots there's a lot of deep soul searching that they're having to do you know the past is coming up but also it's testing them in a good way to see what can you learn from this how far you know how far are you gonna go to the dark side to get what you want are you just gonna go to the light side you're gonna work with saturn here so scorpio and taurus are feeling it but like i said taurus more because of the Uranus in Taurus is getting squared. You know, there's that square between Saturn and Uranus, that song and dance playing, and there's an uncomfortability that's happening. We're finding it happening this year. So now we're coming to like the story of the North Node going into Scorpio and Sagittarius. And the last time this eclipse happened was 2012. 14 when it was in scorpio and yes when it was in scorpio and when it was the north node was in scorpio or the lunar eclipse was in scorpio and the south node was in taurus so think back what happened especially in 2014 guys bit of a dark one wasn't it (laughs) bit of a weird one because i believe that saturn was in scorpio too so things were very intense but now we're coming to a grounded time of this eclipse and you 80 late 83 84 babies you're having your north node return but before we talk about that which will be next year let's talk about this lunar eclipse so this lunar eclipse i'm going to talk about some of the energies that we could be feeling Some of these energies can be quite heightened, can be quite grounding, too grounding. Nothing's going to be moving. Remember, when we're moving into that properly, we're going to start feeling this more when we are moving into the fixed energy of Scorpio and Taurus. And what this is going to bring is, you know, these are the money signs. You know, with Taurus, it's about the self-worth, the material, the... You know, nice things, possessions, food, creativity, pleasure, love, fertility to a point as well. Then we have Scorpio, which is about joint finances, the tra- deep transformation, sexual, sexuality, going deep, the depths, investigator amongst other things as well but nevertheless it's transforma- transformation so with this this is the beginning this is going to be telling the beginning of the story this lasts between three to six months i believe it's actually six months you know but then we're going to have a full story when the north node goes into taurus in january so for this one it's going to be affecting all of the fixed signs if you're last degree, if you're 27 degrees, Scorpio, Aquarius, and Scorpio, Aquarius, and Leo, and the water signs, they'll feel they'll you know Cancer and Pisces, they'll feel it. It will be more of a time that things are going to be a bit more easier because these knows that happened for you. You know, from last year for the the last 18 months have been in your, like, emotional houses, your 12th house and your 4th house. So, you guys have been hidden a lot. With the ear signs, not so much, you know, you won't feel it so much, it won't be affecting you too, too much. You guys are just going to be concentrating more on your, you know, your finances, you know, your resources as well it's gonna it's gonna be a bit more a little it may be a little bit more emotional but not so much but still you know these things these things that you you guys it's, it's basically for the ear signs a bit a time to get a bit more grounded and also especially for libra it's a time to get more deeply connected to what's going on within your deep psyche your emotional psyche And for, you know, Gemini, this is going to be a time that, you know, actually, say that again, (laughs) the the ear signs like Gemini and, Gemini and Libra, you, you guys are going to get more emotional with this. Libra is about your finances, but also about your deep intimacy with, and also, you know, debts, loans, and with... Gemini, this is about it's like a type of karma thing that's going on. So if you did so basically for Geminis, if you've done good when the North Node was transiting your sign, then you may see a lot of rewards. So yeah, Gemini's have been like the stars of the show, you know. Um whether they've done good or not, that's another story. They you you will know yourself. With the fire signs, this is not going to be impacting you too much, especially like Aries, this will be like your, you know, your second house of like money, you know, your self-worth, creativity, self-care. So that's where you're heading. With Leo, you know, obviously it's going to be hitting you. It's going to be, you know, but with Sagittarius, this will be more of a case of, like, you know, your health and wellness, your routines, but you won't feel the impact so much, you won't feel as, you know, things are too heavy, you just, you guys will just be getting on with it, especially when, until, like, Aries, the North goes into Aries, which will be on another show, (laughs) so... With this north node, with this lunar eclipse, sorry, I'm, I'm getting ahead of myself, aren't I? With this lunar eclipse, it is, you know, it, the, the rising sign for this is actually Sagittarius, which is actually really nice. You know, Sagittarius and Taurus don't have much in common, you know, but still they, they learn from each other. It's a learning curve. But with this rising Sagittarius is a great, is a time that is about optimism the future, you know, forward thinking in a way of how we want our life to be. It's a very positive rising sign. And things, you know, we may want to be really rushing or even pushing to get things moving in a very much in a fiery way. We are not looking back on the past, we're looking more to the future. There's, there's gonna be this element of not really caring, but still sort of caring about what others think, but still wanna be moving forward, that the future feels very bright, or we actually believe that the future is very bright. The main thing of this eclipse is that, you know, we have this, you know, we have this square to Jupiter I'll talk a bit about that later. So obviously, like the moon. The moon has has he has a, a bit of a song and dance with the sun, which is in Scorpio. Okay, and you know, with the moon, the, this lunar moon is about it's, it's, it's very like very it feels very like very family oriented very important to be connecting to like our people that we love especially like our family you know L- tauruses are very grounded they're the most grounded out of all the earth signs all the earth signs are grounded and we're but taurus is the most grounded it's the most strong will it's the most stubborn it's one of the it's the signs that You know sort of sticks to what they know the the past in a way a bit like cancer they stick to what they've done before they don't like to rock the boat they don't like to you know they they like to they like to know exactly what's going on they don't like surprises they work hard they play hard they spend hard you know um a lot of Taurians are extremely creative you know and that's what really helps keeps them grounded so some taurians are very good at baking, they're cooking, they're decorating they're actors, they're writers you know they they like to draw they're very creative people and this is what helps ground them especially after a hard day's work. when it comes to that they were especially mooning Taurus people they're very you know there there's a, a side of Taurus that can be quite lazy but it is more to do with them actually relaxing. They're the least challenging earth signs, I'll say. Mm-hmm. I think only thing that could challenge them is if they, the things that challenges Tauruses, whether it's sun, moon or rising, is if things are changing and they can't control it. That's when things become very challenging. But nevertheless, this moon, we're gonna be, all of us are gonna be feeling this energy on a collective level anyway. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's actually in a nice place with this moon because it's in a fun, creative, it's gonna be a, it's gonna be feeling like a very fun, creative time. We want to, you know, it feels like, you know, it it definitely feels like a lot to do with like family, but it's also to do with like creativity. It's a lot to do with having fun with our partner. It's also about children. This lunar eclipse is very much about children and romance, there could be, I wouldn't be surprised if we saw more children, pregnancies coming up, or, you know, thoughts on children, but also, you know, thoughts on creating something that you've actually wanted to create, especially on a worldly level, you know, this lunar eclipse is about, you know, money, so, you know, there may be a feeling of lack of money, so instead of thinking, okay, know you're depending on your job or the government or what can i do to create what can i do for myself so there's going to be that element of you know doing something for the self doing something enriching and you know it has like a conversation with the you know mercury which is in um in scorpio so obviously this is about you know there's going to be some like you know sort of like mind over heart going on like there's things that you want to do you know like you're emotionally you want to do something but your head is actually telling you something else but still this is going to be giving us a lot of deep intensity to you know create because we want to have fun now it's you know we've worked so hard on learning and you know we've been so influenced by the outside that what do we want for ourselves this is about looking into ourselves and you know how 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 we like speak for instance how we communicate is going to be very focused it's not going to be all over the place like how it was when it was the nodes were in you know Sagittarius and Gemini it's going to be like no this is what I'm going to do and this is what I'm going to do so this is actually really nice like the moon placement for this is actually really nice which is in a very fun creative time this moon also is You know, we also, in this moon, um, especially like in Sagittarius, we have Venus there as well. And this is going to make us, because this lunar is Venus, and we have, (laughs) you know, we have Capricorn, which is in Venus at the moment, which actually stabilizes it. And it's it's with Sagittarius too. So what this does, it gives like this grandiose, like, energy of beauty and, you know, wanting to... You know, it, it's, it's like this sort of like huge openness that we're going to be having when it comes to being likable. There's a big emphasis on being charming, magnetic and, you know, extra friendly. But also yeah, in a diplomatic type of way, but it's going to be very, it can feel very over the top people may actually like that they want to see something different to us they want to act. people actually may want to see our hearts during this time not yes you know the heart the mind is very important but you know what's what is actually connected to your heart so when we are coming across to people it's very you know how we dress how we act how we style our hair it may be very much over the top but also we're going to be presenting ourselves and this is what I like to do this is what I feel to do you know and some people may not be able to handle it it might be just a bit too much but still it's about um, our personality our personal style which is going to be happening here other themes for this new moon this full moon that you know we have you know libra is in the 10th house which is the mc which is the highest house so it's gonna be very charming it's, it's it's a very charming new moon guys although there is some crazy action happening it's a very charming new moon and you know this is you know the emphasis of this full moon especially with libra being in the 10th house is that you know how we are in our career how we are presenting ourselves to our bosses, how we ourselves especially if something that we want, how we are when we are, you know, if 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 we're not going to go on lockdown but you know if when you are networking it's going to be of huge great charm you know things tend to go in your way because of how you're interacting with people Libras are one of the best listeners of the zodiac so listening is going to be so important you know even like when you're going to a party or like a zoom party you're remembering everyone's name you're really interested in what they're having to say and this actually brings lots of opportunities. So I can see that a lot of this can actually happen to a lot of us, you know. Um, charm really does go a long way. So yeah, it's, it's a very, even when I was looking, I was thinking, mm, we've got Libra there as well. And it's actually really nice. And with, with, um, with Venus, you know, like I said, this is such a Venus. It's a Venus time, but we still do have crazy energy because we have Mars, which is still in Scorpio during this time, and you know, it's very much you know Mars in Scorpio is very much about you know the action and power and you know control, and this is in this is this is this this is showing us that we are going to be extremely ambitious to get to know people on a level that can benefit mm-hmm. our dreams our goals and also especially when it comes to like making friends as well but you know we can come across but there can be some like over domination it can be some intensity that's happening mm-hmm. like you want this now we're gonna go for this now so it may not be that you know Balance when it comes to pursuing our goals because Mars is there. It's going to be sort of like a very big push to really go there. We want to be around people that are our people. We don't want to. It's not. It's, it's not. It's, it's going to feel like a time. It's not really to mess around. Okay, so like I said, we're all going to be feeling this energy. Obviously, the fixed signs will feel it more, like Scorpio and Taurus, but still. And, you know, especially when it comes to, like, you know, during this time, especially when it comes to, you know, when it comes to, like, our finances, we can probably go to spend it, you know. Obviously, you have to look at your finances, but, you know, Venus, Taurus is all about spending. So, there may be a lack of spending. Also, if we do have money, then we may overspend, okay, without thinking. And... Yeah, there could be that. But at the same time, there's like there's, there's there is going to be this sort of thinking like, mm, maybe I shouldn't have bought that. You know, maybe I should... Cause remember, Taurus is very cautious, so it would be a case of, you know, sometimes overspending because we're feeling very generous with people and ourselves. But then we're thinking, okay, we're having a bit more restraint, thinking before we spend... And, you know, if we want to invest in something, invest in something for the long term, not just because, okay, let's not forget we have Uranus here and Uranus is very much showing us during this lunar eclipse that, you know, we want to not only do we have fun, but we want to do something quite original. And if we do try to stick to what we know, stick to the tried and tested way, something can definitely change. That's what you, because I've said this because Uranus is in Taurus. So it is about having fun. It is about being creative. But also it's about doing something outside the box, doing something different. And even like our minds during this time for the next six months is going to be, you know, of huge creation. But there can also be shocks that come. Shocks. It could be, anything to do with our relationship, our family, our life, you know, our work life. But also, you know, if we are doing, if we want to do something a little bit different, we may not be able to think, we can just, I don't know, bake in one day and next thing you know, these images come up, these downloads that come up. And Uranus is showing us for this, is just to work with it, see what happens, see what you can create, see what you can come up with and... You know, even when it comes to like, like love and everything, there may be like some. Sh- we could find, you know, during this next six months that love can come very quickly, even though Taurus is very slow building. Love can love can just come out of the blue. There can be quick affairs. There can be quick romances, but also they can end just as quickly as well. We can appear very charming, but that charm could obviously lose its way because there could be some boredom there. This is what Uranus in Taurus is. Sh- this is what Uranus being in Taurus is showing. You know, you're gonna be this way, but this is what can happen too. And even when it comes to like, you know, and also lovely Neptune, because you know me guys, I love talking about the planets. Neptune is here as well, and this is giving us when it comes to like our imagination. This is giving us really great imagination to think about. You know. Like, really good, uh, there could be a lot of daydreaming happening, but it can also be a lot of, you know, helps with creation, but even how we communicate may be very poetic, it may be very dreamy, we can come across as very dreamy, with Neptune being involved. There could also be this, because Neptune's a a sign of fog as well and illusion, so we could be thinking about something that might not be real. There could be lots of nostalgic energies happening during this time as well. Which is not always a bad thing because that can help with our creation. But this gives us high imagination as well. But also it can give us a bit of a fog like something, especially we're thinking about something in the past. It may not be the real thing. It may be a case of you're thinking about this but is it real? You're dreaming about this. You're envisioning someone are you sure they actually treated you right so it can be a bit of a mixed match but this is actually you know neptune being here is actually giving us a lot of you know you know poetic creative imagination spirituality as well sometimes it can be hard to ground ourselves mentally you know so why not do meditation why not be near the sea such a dreamy time guys you know, when it comes to like, you know, because, you know, Taurus is all about, you know, self care as well. And it's not always easy for Taurus to take care of themselves because they're very like when they very much, you know, when it comes to like they're very much about work. And, you know, tending to their family, you know, tending to their creativity when it comes to like, their physical health, you know, during this time, it may not be very easy. I feel that you know when it comes to like a work situation guys it's going to be very much a time that you know we're going to be very a lot of us are gonna be very hard working you know is th- there's nothing wrong with having like a leisure time but also it is a time that you know you re- we really tend to ourselves we really tend to like i said before we really tend to things that we love because it can really carry us through for the next 18 months. And when the nodes change into, you know, Libra and, and Aries, that's the time that we're going to start something fresh, start something new. You know, when the nodes went into Cancer and Capricorn, that was like setting, not boundaries, but it was more like setting, like, you know putting down roots putting down hard work and putting down roots when it was in gemini and sagittarius it was like what are we going to learn what are we going to teach and now we're putting that into practice now like, what are we going to earn what do we love to do okay so yes some of us may struggle to be really taking care of our physical health because when, when you find something that you love, you know, it's not going to be about having set meals and set this, set that. It's just going to be about really concentrating on, you know, things that you love. Friends, family. But, you know, in order, you know, what this is showing, in order for us to have the energy for it, it's about planning, It's gonna be about it's gonna be a lot of planning going on. And also doing things that you love, you know. I keep saying doing things, but also even when it comes to like you know, your wellness, should I say, because remember, Taurus is about, it's not health and fitness, it's more wellness. This is do something that doesn't feel like it's too hard. Like Tauruses don't mind. They don't really mind working hard on something that they enjoy, but when it comes to like their physical, it don't have. It, they don't want to. It doesn't. It, it's. It's a case of. It don't, I don't want to make it look like I am doing it. I need to have pleasure in it. So it's about finding something that like fitting in exercise that doesn't feel like exercise, like walking, maybe dancing, you know, stretching things like that, that they can incorporate into their day, not nothing, not, you know, it's not, it's not um, even like weight training, you know, maybe yoga, you know, something that can help, you know, keep them steady, because Taurus is quite notorious for not having the best posture, and I can attest to that, because my moon's in Taurus, but anyway, <laughs> but, you know, it is a time that you Know incorporating things well especially when it comes to like you know the wellness and the health that don't feel like it. Like if it was Virgo, it wouldn't be a problem because Virgos like structure, they like structuring when it comes to looking after their physical self. With Taurus, it's more like it has to be incorporated, like more or less like sneaked in, and even with Scorpio, Scorpions. Scorpions are a bit like Taurus, but scorpions, if they see like there's an end goal, they'll really, you know, get down to it. So, yeah, it's more important than that. But, you know, the work is going to be taking a huge but I mean, We just have to make sure that we're listening to our bodies, knowing when to slow down and doing incorporating something light um, that can help with our physical health. Because, you know, we may be eating more now. <laughs> we may be eating much more now. You know, I, I wouldn't be surprised if we started seeing, you know, that like the energies of this. I wouldn't be surprised if we started seeing, like, more Zoom. Or, you know, if you're going to your friend's house, like, more cooking, like, tasting of different foods and, you know, tasting of different bakeries. I wouldn't be surprised also there were some bakeries, newer bakeries that actually came up now. But these are more, like, different inventive types of food. Not like this... In a way, it can feel that it's going to be you know, the, what, what was in the past, but it's going to be more reinvented, you know, it's going to be done by different people, um, yeah, so that's like some of the energies that I actually see, but the big one that we have for this, like I said before, is that we have Jupiter, which is, you know, squaring this, this is the big one. And i feel like a lot of astrologers have um also touched upon this as well a lot so with jupiter squaring this this just makes things a lot more bigger okay we may feel that we want things in control but jupiter is just gonna really expand it and it can expand it in a way that we can feel you know some of us actually may feel very comfortable some of us may actually feel really uncomfortable because we don't want things to go too fast and things i feel will go extremely fast there may be no way of us trying to control anything that actually happens now so in a way you could say and like i said before you know there's there's going to be an overexpenditure. it could be an over expenditure it could be like overspending money overeating over buying things like material things over you know overthinking things and you know but also also, was a word I was going to say it will actually come to me but just overdoing things on a huge grand scale and it may it may be quite hard for us to like sort of rein it in and that's one of that's one of the reasons why this feels very much a time that it can just be too much, you know, because, you know, this, this, um, especially because we've got Capricorn, Venus in Capricorn, which is about stability. It's also about not, you know, it's about, you know, hard work, working on relationships, working on our job and, you know, being quite cautious. And then we have this square and it's going to be like, oh, forget that. Let's just do this. And it's going to be like, what? You know, so that's how it could actually really feel. And, you know, and also we can feel that we're... And also, because this is quite a stable new moon, you know, we can feel like a bit, like people not really understanding us. We can feel like grounded one day, but also restless the other day. We could also feel that, um, you know, like I said, spending too much... Um, like, like emotionally, we, there can be uh, there can be like a, a huge restlessness, and you know, even you know, it's, it's, um, and I and I also see that during this time, especially this Jupiter square, that you know, we make we won't feel the way you know, like comfortable. There won't be a familiar, like even if we're trying to be familiar in our surroundings and with people. We're not going to be feeling really comfortable. Okay, so this is huge, you know, but it is also a time that we're going to actually learn from this as well, you know, because this square can actually give us a, a sense of drive in doing something. Remember, this is an Aquarius, a sense of drive that we can do things a little bit outside the box, you know, um, we can open our minds to others we can open our minds to what's actually going on we're not going to be always in our own thoughts and we're not going to be feeling that this is how things should always be because that's just the way things are that's just the way it is and you know when if we are if we are feeling like not grounded or restless see where that sort of takes you Like, emotionally, see where that sort of takes you. On a worldly scale, we're going to, you know, we're going to be seeing this restlessness. Like, you know, things seem just a bit too nice and we need to shake things up a bit. And, you know, the moon, it rules the people. So we may hear a lot more voices. We may feel that, no, things are not comfortable now. You know, we need to hear the truth. We need, because, you know, Jupiter rules the law. It rules the truth, the spoken truth. So th- there's no surprise there's it's going to be feeling like restlessness, settledness And then you've got like, you know, people that, you know, even like at work, guys, you know, it could be that your boss was very conservative and they implement rules and then this eclipse happens. And it's just like, but these are not real, not real, but these are not right. Why does it has to be your way, not the other way? And, you know, one of you could, one of, one or a couple of you could just round people up and really, you like, challenge the status quo. So, even though it is, it's, uh, you know, squids can be very harsh, but with squids, if you work with them very well, you know you have to put the work in. But you can move, you can make mountains, you can set trends, you can also, you know, you could... You know, make history so history could be made between now and six months you know there may be new things implemented now you know because the old way is not working you know we all are stubborn in our own way all of us even mutables you know they, if you think oh I love change all the time that's a s- sort of like sense of stubbornness Like, change has to always happen. But we're moving into, like, a fixed arena now. And, you know, Jupiter... I Remember, Aquarius Aquarius is fixed. The ideals, like, the mind is very fixed. And we've we've been in Jupiter. Yes, it will change things up. But also, it's going to make things more out in the open. You know, things are going to be very... On a broader scale, there might be more loud voices. Things are just going to be very out there. It can feel very unsettling. It can also feel very unnerving. It can make us feel a bit jittery. You know, like... You know, emotionally jittery. You not know where coming or going. And (laughs) some of you could actually get the shakes because of the unsettledness. But if we work with it, we can move mountains. The cards that I have for this... You know me, guys. I always have the tarot cards. I forgot to say this in the beginning, actually. The tarot cards we have for this is the Wheel of Fortune. We also have the judgment and the hermit card so you know the judgment card is for the 19th which is on the day that 18th 19th but you know in London it's 19th so the judgment card is the 19th card and this is just going to be showing us that you know the main theme is about you know the judgment is about You know, it's like a it's like a spring awakening. I feel that things are going to be a bit more, you know. It it, it feels it's gonna you know it's gonna feel very appears very sane, but something's gonna be something's gonna be coming up. You know, it's it's gonna be more of a a time that it's more of an awakening. There's gonna be more people. It's gonna be a bit more. Especially this judgment card, it's going to be a bit more... Because judgment is about past karma as well. So I feel that there's going to be a bit more opening of the eyes happening. But also within ourselves. Because this is a lunar eclipse and it's about releasing. So it's going to be, you know, like waking up to the fact that, oh, okay. I used to always do this. I used to always feel... That this was the best for me, but now I don't really need that. And you know, it, and it's and it can feel actually because the judgment card is a Pluto card, and it could actually feel we could actually feel like a deep transformation really happening. But also, it's giving us a lot of clarity. This card is showing us that it's giving us a lot more clarity in. You know, it's given us a lot more clarity in what you know and how far we've come, but also that huge sort of like sense of release that needs to be done, you know, and it's also whatever choices that we actually make, guys, it will be for the it will be the right one, and it may not come very quickly, it may take its time. Maybe this is six months, it may take its time, but it's a sense of knowing what you actually don't want in your life now and trying to work with it and release it, trying to work with, you know, it's it's all about making like, this card is also showing that it's about making like that big decision and sticking with it. And there's nothing wrong in looking back at the past, but it's all about moving forward. It's about transformation. It's all about moving forward. And not regretting your decision as well. Not thinking, oh, maybe I should have did this, you know, make a decision and actually stick to it. And that includes everything, it includes relationships, it includes jobs as well. There's gonna be a huge reevaluation on your life. You know, and it's and it's and I it, obviously because this is about money, but it is it feels like on a general practical level, what needs to go from your life. You know, and I feel Tauruses are going to feel this obviously the most, you know, because Saturn's in your 10th house and this is a huge realization of what type of career that you want and what, you know, what is hindering your progress, what is, you know, making you feel that you're not strong. You know, are you one of those Taurians that don't really speak your truth? The judgment card is here to show you that you need to, you know, really stand up and make yourself heard. You know, because you know, like I said, this this card is a karmatic card, and it's not repercussions, but it's just more. This is it. You know, this is like it's, it's going to sort of feel like this is my last chance, and it can feel like that because it's eight. It's just, next time. It's going to be eighteen years time, so it's 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 about building. It's about starting to build what you don't need now you know that judgment card is like the main thing like okay let's get serious what do you need and what don't you need be honest with yourself what you need you know it's a time of transformation it's a time of you know yes letting things go but it's time to be honest with yourself you know you need this is about rebirth now the other cards is the hermit card and the Hermit card is is the 27th, 27 degrees, which adds to 9. Now, the Hermit card is, I feel this is our emotional card. This card is going to be, you know, is seeking us to, as always, go within, but also listening to what is being said in the mind. But also, are we... Are we in two minds about things are we listening too much of the mental chatter are we finding it hard to make that decision you know go from the judgment to the hermit the hermit is going to be our grounding our sounding board but we can also talk be talking too much we could also be you know not come making a decision there could be also a sense of you know if i do this this is what's going to happen i don't want to hurt this one don't want to hurt that one It can make us feel very much in our heads too much during this releasing time. But, you know, it is, you know, the Hermit card is about being alone now, being by yourself. So finding that alone time, finding that time to ground. This is also the health card for us as well into finding, like I said before, finding like a sort of structural way. In order for us to, because in order to get, to make your decision, in order to get to like the next level, you need to be like physically healthy. So you don't have to go to that Virgo route of, you know, being strict and, but, you know, finding a, finding something that suits you and you're most, most likely to stick to it. But the Hermit card is guiding us to, you know, when it comes to like mental chatter. To Like, you know, you know, find like a structure and listen to what you need to listen to and discard the rest. There's going to be a lot of, I feel there's going to be a lot of guiding spirits that's going to be happening. And I might be sounding all, you know, but I feel there's going to be a lot of guidingness, guiding spirits that's going to be happening. And this is only going to serve us into our brighter good. But we have to really be open to listening because you know virgo is a mutable card and virgos you know they're very grounded but they can change course when they want so the hermit is another message from the hermit is guiding us to listen to you know in a way see outside the box and you know write down your thoughts write down Because, you know, during this time, a lot of, like, I don't know if you guys know, but a lot of astrologers, and it's not their fault because this is what you do, but some people are saying, you know, don't do any rituals. I feel you, you know, the hermit card is saying, you know, do what you feel. Do what you feel. If you feel that you want to do some releasing work, by all means do it. But at the same time, you know, one of the reasons why I feel a lot of astrologers are saying it, because whatever you implement now, that's going to be for the next six months. So... You know, I feel, you know, especially this hermit, do what you feel. You know, um, it may not be on the day, it may be like a couple of days afterwards, because that will be a bit more beneficial. But even like little rituals will really help during this time and you know, a couple of days afterwards, and really working on the mind, really working on the self, like the physical self, the mental self. You know, because things could be all up in the air, things, you know, things could just really influence us and it may not be in the greatest way so we're going to, have to re-listen to our minds and bodies and hearts during this time the last card that we have for this is the wheel of fortune and this is like the outcome card that when we do the work on ourselves when we're doing that you know transformating time we have the wheel of fortune and the wheel of fortune is from the, the, the sorry the wheel of fortune is from the the 19th, which adds to 10. Now another again, this is a karmatic time. So and the wheel of fortune is about luck, it's about destiny, you know, change, it's about cycles, about fate. So I feel with this lunar eclipse, there's some fated events that will happen. You know, um, it feels like there'll be some fated events that happen. This could be seeing someone from your past. This could be... And also because we have this Venus going retrograde in Capricorn. You know, this actually sort of... This Venus in Capricorn actually stabilizes what's going on. It actually stabilizes it. But because it's going to go retrograde, it's something fated that's going to happen. And... But it's going to be... It will feel like more of a grounding time. Like we're gonna know exactly what we need, what we don't need in our life, what we need to spend money on, what we need to work on, who we want in a relationship, what we need for the long term. But it's again, there could be some fated events that happen, and there's be like a, a change, and it could be like a chain of events that could be happening. And on a worldly scale, we can see this, you know. One thing about Taurus is that you should... It's never underestimated. You know, they have the worst temper. And I don't mean it in a rude way. They have the worst temper. Like, they can appear so calm. But if things just get too much one day, it just explodes. So that's one of the reasons why I feel that this Wheel of Fortune is... is no surprise that this Wheel of... is added up to the Wheel of Fortune, the, the 19. And it's, you know, changes going to be coming and change can be slow during this time you know and, and I know some of us don't like slow change we want change to happen now we actually thought that the change will happen last year and it did happen last year but it wasn't the sort of the change it was like more of a mental change that like we had to learn a lot we had to learn skills we had to learn reading books um you know there's a lot of learning that we had to do that that could help us be, you know that could help us in our daily life there could be changes especially with the Wheel of Fortune there could be changes in our relationship you know, it could be more commitment there could be more, there could be breakups there could also be changes when it comes to like our money situation I feel like the money situation may be a little bit stable obviously Uranus is going to be there so that's going to be playing a huge mm-hmm. part as well but there could be definitely changes and it could be and, it, and it's general it could be good it could be bad in our health there could be definitely changes and also some people who you know if you're one of those people that are very mm, not really sure about this spiritual practice or that or that you could actually change your mind and think you know what this is what i want in my life this is who this is what i actually want to practice because remember we're in a hierophant year number five year we are and it's actually the Taurus year Hierophant and all of these all of the number five is actually playing out now from all the major arcana tarot cards from the five of swords the five of wands the five of pentacles they're all playing out and it's upright and reversed you know so if we felt like this year there was lack next year we could have more. And if you felt like you've had more this year, next year could be lax. That's what the Wheel of Fortune is actually guiding and telling us. And, you know, but regardless of how it goes with this Wheel of Fortune card, you know, we're going to learn from it. We're going to think, okay, this is what happened. This is what I can do about it. Because Taurus is all about pulling up the bootstraps. It's not about Yes, they well they're very sensitive, and but they're very grounded. So it's okay, I haven't got this. So what I can do to get this, I can work for it. You know, I'm going to put the work in. And Scorpios will be a case of, okay, I'm going to be determined to get this. I'm, you know, it's not just material, it's just like life. So that's what the Wheel of Fortune card is guiding us. So that was you know, the general energies that I felt that, you know, could happen, you know, because this is a general, with with generals, it is more to do with not necessarily going to happen, it's just the energies that you're actually feeling at the moment, so, I mean, this lunar eclipse in Taurus will be very interesting to see, be very interesting to see what happens, you know, um, things could just definitely change on the day so yeah this was a general energies and like I said all the fixed signs will be you know affected good or bad with this but it's we're moving into a grounded time moving to a grounded time and you know next year's a number six year which is you know the six is a venus number (laughs) so you really couldn't make this up so it will be very interesting to see, you know, it's, it's, you know, even me saying this is so well and good me saying this, but there can be huge changes next year. So it's good to know this, but also and am good to be grounded, but also keep an open mind. So, guys, that was the general energies for this lunar eclipse in Taurus, which is happening on the 19th hope you enjoyed this episode please don't forget to like share and subscribe and also check out my instagram my tiktok my youtube page before i go i'm going to be doing the card messages for the signs so you know look on look on that on my youtube page beyond that Show, okay so guys thank you very much for listening to this episode And also don't forget, you can send me a voice message as well. Tell me how this has gone for you. And I'll speak to you soon. Take care. Bye.